The FIFA World Cup is live on Sky Sports. See every game of football's ultimate showcase. Glorious! You need to subscribe to Sky's title and Sky Sport to watch this premium content. For details, see sky.co.nz. Welcome to Football FIFA with Jason Vine. Newstalk ZB and Sky Sport, the home of the FIFA World Cup. All 64 matches live. Welcome to Football Fever, your daily World Cup podcast in association with Sky Sport. Jason Pine and David Choate, as always, here to review action on day eight in Qatar. Want to go to the last game, a Group E blockbuster. Spain won, Germany won. Both goals came from substitutes. Alvaro Morata off the bench to score for Spain before Nicholas Fulkrug came up with the equaliser for Germany on Sky Sport. Musiala, Fulkrug, 1-1, slammed home. The substitute gets it done when Germany so desperately, desperately needed a goal. 1-1, what did you make of it? I'm more confused than ever now, Piney, particularly about Germany. Germany just won't go away. They look like a side that haven't got it quite right, but they haven't got it all wrong. Uh, their best players are at the back. They look, they look solid, don't they, at the back? The Germans will be a tough nut to crack. And they're very much alive. And getting out of group play uh, looked unlikely for them when they were trailing, maybe. But now I think they're favoured to get out of group play. And they've proved they'll be hard to beat because Spain were a better side with more ball, with more about them. But they never got away from them. So, so Germany cannot be ruled out just yet, but they're not right. I always worry when I just look at a game and I think, am, am I seeing the same thing that everybody else is seeing? I thought Spain bossed that in the first half. They made a lot of passes. Germany seemed to be chasing shadows, particularly early on, but no end product, of course. And I think Spain are a good side. Are Spain a good side? I like them. Um, they look really good uh, at times uh, against a good German defensive unit. They still manage to play some little triangles. I love the goal, by the way. Murata's finish is great, but Jordi, Alba ball, Jordi Alba's ball in is better. It's, it's the kind of ball a striker dreams of because he didn't just smash it in. He weighted it in. He weighted it into his path and uh, in full stride, Murata can finish at the near post. I think they've got quality in that front third and are close to clicking into gear. The one thing that concerns me, Piney, is their inability to manage out that match because they were the better side. They had 52% controlled possession. Um, they had more of the ball. I think Germany had about 30% of controlled possession. The rest of it's contested. They were the better side, but they only ever got one away, and that's a dangerous lead in football. So Spain and Germany can still both go through. Uh, if Germany beat Costa Rica and Spain beat Japan, which I guess is highly likely, then they'll both go through. So just to finish this game, who goes deeper in the tournament for you, Germany or Spain? Well, I mean, once you get to the knockout stage, it's about not losing, not necessarily winning. Germany looked capable of not losing. Um, Spain looked capable of winning. Um, fingers crossed for Spain because they're easier on the eye and they're more my type of side. Uh, but don't rule the Germans out. They could be ugly and go deep. The other game in Group E, Japan nil, Costa Rica won. Keisha Fuller's late goal earning Costa Rica a smash and grab victory. After beating Germany, Japan boss Hajime Moriyasu opted for rotation. He made five changes, which I'm not sure would have helped. Uh, Costa Rica much better defensively than their 7-0 drubbing at the hands of Spain. This is a classic stat, Chody. Costa Rica have had one shot on target all tournament. It went in this morning and they won the game. Unbelievable. Japan are the big losers from the uh, overnight action. Um, they could have been looking at heading the group. They could have been looking at the next round. Um, that rotation, yeah, I'm not sure they're going to live to rue that decision because they should have beaten Costa Rica. They're a better side than Costa Rica. 
And now I don't reckon they'll get out of the group. I think you're right. And and after all of the you know excitement of what they did to Germany and and the fact that you know Costa Rica, yeah, they were go, always going to be better than a seven nil drubbing, but surely Japan should have beaten them. I mean, Costa Rica had, have I got this right, two touches in the Japan penalty area in the entire game. Unbelievable stat. And uh, remember before this when we talked about no possession for Costa Rica and no possession for Japan, I thought this was the match that Japan had to target in terms of maybe trying to get on the front foot, hold the ball. Um, but uh, wasn't to be Costa Rica with an 80th minute, 81st minute, fuller goal. Get their three points, so they'll be happy in Costa Rica, but in Japan, they'll be miserable because they've missed a big opportunity. So two full rounds played in Pool E. Spain have four points. Japan and Costa Rica, three points. Germany have the one, but as we say, Germany can go through if they beat Costa Rica and Japan lose to Spain. So I think we're picking Germany and Spain to go through from Group E. FIFA, thanks to Sky Sport, the home of the FIFA World Cup. All 64 matches live. Group F, Canada 1, Croatia 4. Croatia reinvigorated, Canada eliminated. Alfonso Davies did score Canada's first World Cup goal, though, after just 68 seconds. The fastest goal of this World Cup on Sky Sport. Does Canada look to find some early momentum? Well, Davies arriving! Oh! Oh, Canada! Time has come, and it is their shining star, Alfonso Davies. Davies also became the 50th different goal scorer at this World Cup. Croatia slowly took control, equalised after 36 minutes, and then went ahead just before half time on Sky Sport. Canering burst, only briefly curtailed, and a chance, and taken by Livia. Lethal from the split superstar. And two more goals in the second half, making it 4-1. They were good, weren't they? Well, I've described them as good. Um, good might be an understatement. Now I'm going to say they're very good. Um, they keep the ball so well. Their midfield is, I'm going to say, great. I think they've got a great midfield. Uh, Luka Modric, he's, he's, he's ingenious quality. You know, he's a real talent. He's just got some lovely little touches. I mean, stuff you don't even really think about. He just turns away and outside of the foot pass over, over four yards, five yards to a teammate, just keeps recycling. Yeah, and he's a bit sort of... Uh, the Peter Pan of a midfielder. He's ageing but not looking old. He's looking like he's still young enough to strut his stuff. Um, and then they've got those metronomes in midfield who just keep going and going and going. And uh, they added the goals today. Um, four great goals. All good goals. But the best goal was the first goal, Piney. A minute, ten seconds in, I was in my undies in the lounge and I was up like a Canadian. I was, oh, Canada, oh, Canada. <laughs> what a finish. Alfonso Davies with the emphatic header, arriving at just the right time. Yeah, I'm glad they got their goal because, uh, you know, they obviously Davies missed the penalty in the last game against Belgium. Canada are out, obviously, now. But Coach John Herdman says he's still proud of his team. The moments they showed they could compete on the world stage, you know, to see us score our first goal and have that moment with the fans knowing that people back home east to west were celebrating somewhere. Canada brave, but a bit naive, maybe? Yeah, and, and without um, without sort of wanting to decry their efforts too much, never really a, a goal threat, were they? In any game, you always said, gee, they're good, they're pressing, they're talented on the ball, they're wide play, they've got some... And Alfonso Davies, clearly they've got talent, but it's not limited to Davies. Um, all over the park, they were talented, but they never really had a product on the end of it, so... They arrived on an emotional high. I think they should be proud of their achievements. They got their first goal, but um, they need to do better. And also in Group F on Sky Sport. See it from atop the Atlas Mountains. All aboard.
Fresh Express. A night Morocco will never forget. Morocco 2, Belgium 0. Couple of late goals. The first from a direct free kick. Morocco's first ever direct free kick goal at a World Cup. And the first direct free kick goal by any nation at this World Cup. Morocco haven't conceded in two games. Only they and Poland can say that. Are Morocco a bit of a smoky here? Well, they're, they're performing beautifully, and um, they're out of that part of the world, that North African uh, um, area of the globe. Uh, it's a it's almost a home tournament for them. Plenty of fans in the stand, plenty of uh, passion, emotion attached to them. So they are the emotional winners at the moment. They had one disallowed as well, didn't they, in the first half, a similar one to they scored. So could have been more, could have been three. Um, so, yeah, you'd have to say they're uh, if they're not a smoker, they're bubbling away nicely. Absolutely, they are. Now, Belgium. Belgium have now lost seven of their last 19 games. They only lost seven of the previous 74 games. Both of their starting 11s have had an average age of 30 years or older. Does this seem like a happy camp to you? No, there's cracks showing in there. This golden generation is looking a bit tarnished. I don't know. Can you get cracks in gold? They're looking a bit fragile, maybe a little bit of... uh Aging gold. They are really starting to uh, show some cracks. There's been some press um, about the aging uh, front line initially, or sorry, aging team overall. I think De Bruyne might have mentioned that in press. Um, and then Vertonghen hit back after this game and said, maybe we don't score goals because we're getting too, gold, too old. That kind of chat says to me that uh, Roberto Martinez hasn't got his side singing from the song, same, uh, song sheet. So look out for... Belgium to maybe be an early exit. Yeah, I don't. I don't reckon they're going through. Uh, we'll get to that in a sec. But just on Belgium as well, you talk about golden generations, and you think, surely we get something out of this golden generation, and this probably is their last chance with the aging side that they have. And look, I think they're going out because Croatia and Morocco have four points, Belgium have three points, Canada are out with no points. But for Belgium to go through, they'll need to beat Croatia. And on the evidence of the games this morning, I don't reckon they're doing it. Yeah, if you look at the um, performances, there's no way they'll do it. But uh, again, look at the lineups. You'd say um, on paper, they're, they're, they're good enough to do it. But the game's on grass, as, um, as we've always heard. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, Belgium can step away from this tournament for mine. They haven't shown enough to be good enough to go through. Yeah, I reckon Croatia go through, and I think Morocco go through. Their final game is against Canada, who will be uh, a bit down on their luck, but still keen to exit with a bit of a bang. But Morocco's defensive record, um, just excellent. So I've got Croatia and Morocco going through, with Belgium perhaps exiting at the group stages. Quick look at tonight's action, the completion of the second round of pool games, 11pm tonight, Cameroon-Serbia, both lost their first games, then South Korea-Ghana at 2, we see Brazil again at 5am against Switzerland, a win for either would secure their passage, then 8am, Portugal-Uruguay, a win for Portugal would see them through, but Portugal-Uruguay is one of those that sort of feels like it could be spicy. Yeah, it will be. Um, I looked at these matches and found them all very hard to pick. Um, if you were doing sort of your your picks, this Portugal-Uruguay one looks like one that you could put a line through either side, so I've done that. I've said it's going to be a draw. I've sat firmly on the fence. Um, Portugal, as we said in previous podcasts, you love to hate them at the moment, Portugal. There's sort of uh, antics galore. Uruguay are that South American nation that is such a tough, combative side, so... There'll be plenty of rolling around, plenty of theatrics. It'll be worth a watch, but it might end up all square. Yeah. 
Good, well do. So Sky Sport tonight, 11 o'clock, Cameroon, Serbia, 2am South Korea, Ghana, 5am Brazil, Switzerland, and 8am Portugal, Uruguay. And at the end of that game, we will be through two full rounds of pool play. Then we move into the simultaneous kickoffs, and all of the calculations and equations are done as we work out who is going through to the round of 16 and who is on the next plane home. Another great uh, podcast, we hope, coming your way after these games tomorrow. Great to see you as always, Chody. Shall we reconvene tomorrow? Looking forward to it, Piney. Jumping along with the World Cup. The FIFA World Cup is live on Sky Sports. See every game of football's ultimate showcase. Glorious! You need to subscribe to Sky's title and Sky Sports to watch this premium content. For details, see sky.co.nz.